Check it, check it, check. Check it, check it, check. What's going on? Welcome to the No Mongol Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. And my name is Rick Beta. Had a great chat with Nathaniel from Losco Projects podcast last week. If you didn't check it out, circle back and check it out. That was episode number 100. So what a way to ring in that milestone episode, right? So check it out if you haven't done so yet. You can email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on social media at Rick Beta, R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. Okay, let's get started. So, wow, is all I got to say that just the last, well, week and a half has just been insane. And I try my best. There's never, I'll never, ever, 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 one more ever, ever catch up with all the skateboard content that is released on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Just too much. So I pick and choose my battles. I, you know, ones that, that kind of draw me in, and that's kind of what happened with this next one. Bones Wheels, they released their eight-minute montage called Gravitational Pull. Yeah, I guess there's a sign there, right? Pulled me in. So that was what, last week? And let me tell you this. For one, like, guaranteed fact about this video, it got me sparked. Like, big time. For one, they use a classic Metallica song. More often than not, you can't go wrong with that. And it's one that I'm sure, I think it's been used before. I'm guessing maybe a Plan B video. But I don't care about that. Their song selection was a perfect match for the skating in this video. So it works. Yeah, you know, no complaints there. And, I mean, even before I clicked play, <laughs> I'm already laughing because I wrote down what was written. I was getting hyped, right? And he, here's why. The caption pulled me in, too. So kudos to, you know, the individual that wrote this. <laughs> so here we go. And I quote, Tony Hawk and Bucky Lassick locked down their turf while Patrick Ryan, Kowalski, Collins, Lockwood, and more wreak havoc, havoc on an outdoor Crete quest. Ride the lightning. End quote. I like the use of Crete, too. I noticed that. So, yeah, that I was like, yes, please, sign me up, click, let's do this. And then it got nuts, like, pretty much right from the start. And, you, you, as I mentioned, you can't go wrong. I mean, the song is Creeping Death. You just can't go wrong. That's a perfect skateboarding song, whether it's for street, transition, both. That song gets me pumped up to do the dishes, to do the laundry. You see where I'm going with this, right? And I don't see that ever changing, too. <laughs> I'm going to be, like, in my 90s, like, that song's going to come on. I'll be like, yes, let's fold this laundry. Let's do it. But I would like to see, like, know and see their selection process, though. Like, were they like, well, we have this eight-minute montage that we need to have a song that could like, carry the whole thing. We don't want to do, like, two songs because, you know, montages are normally one song. So how about some Zeppelin? And like, eh, it's good, not the right vibe, not the right for this. It's not, not a good fit for this crew. And then maybe they're like, oh, what about, you know, Careless Whisper a couple times? Uh, nah. Creeping Death, sold. That you know, that's how it would have been if I were yeah you know, sitting around a conference table. That's the song. This edit though was perfectly timed for me as well. I've been craving a lot more, more often than not, 
transition footage for a while now. It's just hard to find these days. And I'm so bored with like social media, like as far as like, oh, I need to find some content. I'm going to go to social media. I'm so bored with that. So thank you, Bones. Thank you. This was exactly what I needed. And I watched it seven, eight times now. Still gets me sparked. So here are some notes I took along the way. So right from the start, Patrick Ryan like straight up killed it. He stole the damn show and got like the first Taj as a, we'll, we'll start it. You know, we'll, we'll see Crete Taj. You see what I don't need. I'm over explaining it. <laughs> I especially love, though, the line starting at one minute and 38 seconds. Go back and watch it if you haven't seen it yet or watch it again. Dude did a perfect stale fish. It was over that slide. Okay. All four fingers were showing on that one. He lands, hits the other side of the pool, comes back around for more, and a nice frontside air over the same damn slide. Of course, this time around, showing that, you know, that van sticker, giving van some love on that second time around. So good, Patrick. So good. And then they had CJ Collins. Dude got things started with a huge frontside bonus. Love his frontside bonuses, but. And, of course, look at the pool, too. Notice how big it was? Just look at his eyes when he's skating that, though. He has to look so far up. Crazy. I also loved that it was a huge no-comply. Two minutes, four seconds. And if you pause at the right spot, you'll check out check out his left leg. That thing was straight as an arrow. And his board was, like, I don't know, two, two feet above the coping? Two, three feet? Depending on which angle. Very, very cool. But I'm excited to see, and I think I've talked about this before, C.J. Collins in the next 10, even 20 years, it's going to be a fun ride to watch him. So, yeah. I don't appreciate the bird, though. What do we do to you, C.J.? I don't. I didn't appreciate that, man. But anyway, I'm moving on. I, I, I forgive you. OG spoiler alert. See if you can spot him. About 3 minutes, 18 seconds. I bet you didn't notice the first time. You got to pay close attention. Easy to miss. Kevin Kowalski. And I'm checking my notes now. He pretty much kicked ass and wrote down a bunch of names. I loved every trick he did. That's why I put every single trick. So much style. Especially, there were three tricks. He did it over those, I don't know, I call them Mickey Mouse eyes. <laughs> Four minutes, 24 seconds. Go watch it. That looks so damn gnarly. And I was, I couldn't remember, where is that spot again? Someone help me. Is it in Portland? I couldn't remember. But I know I've seen it before, so I appreciate the info in advance. But that was insane. Kevin Kowalski, every single trick, straight fire. And we got to experience a Zane Timpson sighting. That was good. And, and you guessed it right. You are absolutely right. He went so hard that his glasses almost fell off. I think it was like his second trick. Watch his glasses. Zane doesn't mess around at all. At all. I love that. And Tony Hawk. Hey, what do you know? I, I Honestly, I forgot he rode for Bones. <laughs> I mean, it makes complete sense, but I, I forget that he he still has a wheel sponsor. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, of course Tony Hawk's in this video. He had about six to seven tricks. And when you watch it, be sure to like constantly remind yourself he is 52. Recently did a 720 at 52 he even said will this be his last one ever i don't think so i can totally see dude you no know, tony ripping one at 54 
maybe 55, but it's going to get harder and harder. Maybe, you know, definitely not a 900, right? I think he's pretty much put that to rest. But it's it's sad and, and interesting to think, like, is this the last one we're going to see from Tony Hawk? 52 years old, not 25. How just, you know, of course the 720 wasn't all that happened last week, but I'm just saying, they're just back to the video. As I mentioned earlier, Creeping Death, perfect. It's a perfect match for his, a perfect fit for his footage too. So well done on that front. And of course, oh, speaking of Tony Hawk, quick side note, quick sidebar. I finally got around to watching his appearance on Celebrity Wheel of Fortune over the weekend. I think it, it aired last week and it took me about a week to, to catch it. Not to spoil it for you, but you have to go watch it. You, I mean, you're going to be like, Rick, no, dude, stop, Rick. Come on. You're getting way too worked up. No, go watch it. Trust me. Trust me on this one. And worst case scenario, I think it's like 47 minutes in, like in its entirety. So you waste 47 minutes and you blame me. But go watch it. I'm, and I kid you not, here's some reason why. Because... I mean, not gonna, I'm trying to spoil it for you, but Tony knows how to play this game. And to and a shock to no one, he knows how to play it really well. So he knows how to skate really well, and it carries over into the his strategy for this game. Go watch it now. I guess my only complaint, though, and you'll find out when you watch it, was when he asked if he would, if he'd, they, you know, all the assholes, um, the contestants say, have you ever been mistaken for another celebrity before? And everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And he didn't say this. And I even turned to my wife. It was like perfect opportunity. I was like, babe, babe, I guarantee you he's going to say himself. I'll explain in a minute what that means, but he's going to say himself. He didn't. I was like, it, he had the perfect opportunity to pitch like, you know, his future book. Should he want to write it? I'd buy a copy of like, it's titled... You look like Tony Hawk. <laughs> so that was my only complaint. I'm like, oh, damn. Like, he could have said himself. It'll make more sense when you watch it. And if you follow his Twitter or any of his social media, you know what I'm referencing, though. If, it, if that doesn't make any sense to you, I apologize. And maybe you're not one of the, I don't know, was he got like 5 million followers? Something like that. So anyway, back to the video. Go check out Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. You can probably just search it on your service provider. I have Hulu. Okay, back to the video now. I got a little sidetracked. I know I got a little excited. Cody Lockwood did what he always does. And by that, I mean insane tricks, all the while keeping his hat on the whole time. I don't even think that thing lifted a, a millimeter. It just stayed on there. I mean, I know, and I know Tory Pudwell was like, he's like, dude, game recognized game. If I can only get my hat, my beanie, to stay on my head. I don't know. Maybe reach out to him, Tory might be able to help you out and i'm glad i'm glad here's the deal finally bucky bucky lassick he finally made it official finally got this off his chest and displayed his as he said goofy footed video debut see i've been calling him goofy footed a goofy footed writer since episode seven of this show go way back I was, I was like, Bucky, you're you're goofy-footed now, dude. That's the, just the way it is. And now he finally, it took him a while. You know, I'm sure it was tough to kind of come to that realization. But he's very good at skating goofy. But actually, that's his regular stance now. So you know what I mean? He'll forever be a right-foot-forward dude to me. So that was cool to see him in there as well. 
But anyway, if you haven't checked this video out, go check it. It's only eight minutes. Do your, I'll do your, a solid. I'll put the link in the show notes. I'll make it very easy for you. Be sure to give it a gander, and you will not regret it, especially the Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. This montage, I kid you not, maybe want to like text my dad and demand that he empty out his pool right away. And his pool would probably suck to skate in, but I was that close. It got me that sparked. You know, and also maybe want to buy some wheels. I'm like, dude, take my money. Fine. And keep in mind, this was only a small percentage of the riders from that team. Because I went to the website. I was like, who? they missed a lot of riders on this video. So many. But it was a nice reminder that for me to never, ever sleep on this brand. Ever. Never, ever. Let me know your thoughts. Pardon me while I get some tea. I need the caffeine. Hope you're having a good, I'm recording on Monday. Hope you're having a good day regardless of when you're listening to this. So next up, I wanted to talk about Larry Lanz's latest building skate parks in Iraq, India, Bolivia, and beyond. And this was on Jankum. So, and if you've been tuning in for a while now, you know, this is like a topic that, that really like it resonates with me. I'm drawn to it so much more just because there's so much joy in seeing the look on a kid's face who finally gets to skate something, you know, other than their they're worn down city block or city street that has like, you know, horrible gravel or whatever. You know, you get what I'm saying. And per Larry's point, we often forget how good we've got it. And by, by we, I mean anyone who has access to a skate park pretty much. And one that's not hours away or across state lines or country lines. And what's really sad is there, there are entire countries out there with zero skate parks. So think about how grateful and, and you know and as larry said spoiled we are because we have access to all this however it's organizations like make life skate life and they're you know they're they're helping countries finally get you know the much needed concrete transitions in their backyards but these parks getting getting them up and running is not easy oftentimes bullets and mafia can be obstacles you know, much like we all have to deal with, right? <laughs> Not. So, for example, per Jerry, who happens to be one of the Make Life Skate Life employees, he told Larry this. He told this about one of the spots he made in Brazil. Okay, and I quote: Besides the shootout on the first day and the shootout on the last day, it wasn't that bad. And during the shootouts, we just stayed inside mostly. <laughs> okay, let me. I'll repeat that. Besides the shootout on the first day and the shootout on the last day, it wasn't that bad. And during the shootouts, we stayed inside mostly. Yeah. He also said that he had never seen so many 15-year-olds with machine guns before. I mean, these aren't Nerf guns. These are like legit guns, like the real deal. And you're over here trying to build like a you know six-foot radius quarter pipe without getting your you know head blown off. So... Needless to say, those guys are putting it down across the world, regardless of what they have to face. Shane, he made an awesome comment regarding a park they made in Iraq. He said, our skate parks provide common ground for people to come together from different backgrounds and become friends. That's what's important, not just the physical act of skateboarding. See, that's a nice take on it, too. And that's why, like, if I if you ask, okay, Rick, you, you could help anyone in the world. I mean, I'd love to help as many people as I can, but I am drawn, as I said earlier, to these kind of organizations because it's for that exact reason. 
It is about that. It's a common ground for different backgrounds to become friends. I love that comment. That's what it's all about. And it must be so cool to work for an organization like that. I mean, especially to see it all come to fruition and experience the joy with all the kids in the community. So damn cool. I especially love Arna's story about the skate park in Bolivia. One that ended up having like a team of over 100 volunteers from 17 different countries. All making this project, what, the largest gathering of skate park builders ever. 100 volunteers, 17 different countries for one park. It's a lot of fingers to hold up. But then one park. And we've all heard the phrase, it takes a village, right? No one ever said the village is limited to just one. At least not in this case, you know, with Bolivia. I mean, sure, it was a probably a logistical nightmare working with so many like people of varying degrees and experience. But in the end, what do you get? It's all worth it. You have a park to skate in a country that did not have it before. So very cool. So great job on this, Larry. And I know I'm beginning to sound like a broken record, but Jankum has been putting out such great content these past few years. Damn. And I don't know if anyone from that site listens to the show. So if you happen to know someone who does create content for their site, please tell them to pat themselves on the back for me from me they'd be like from who rick and you just say exactly but that way everyone can kind of socially distance and get the recognition they deserve jankum 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 killing it man so well done to ian and his team i look forward to seeing more of your content so that's all I've got for this week. Thanks for allowing me to be part of your day. It's also officially the start of Black History Month, so we got that going. I've also got some great guests lined up for this month of February, probably rolling over into March as well, so be tuning in for that. And I do got to end on a sad, sad note. We've lost, well, it's February 1st as I'm recording this, and just the month of January, we lost a lot, a lot of human beings. And uh, most recently, Henry Gartland. So that one was, uh, that one stung. I was like, damn. Another one gone. He was so young. So I know thoughts to all his family. And he was one of those skaters that, you know, once it happened, like your timeline was just flooded with pics and stories. And, and there's a reason behind that. So rest in peace, Henry. If you guys are in, I, I know I talk about this before too. If you're ever in a dark place, I'm always here. Social media, email, hit me up. I don't care what time it is. I will get on the phone with you. I'll do a Zoom with you. Whatever it needs, I got your back. Love you guys. I am E. Henry Garland, and I am from Minneapolis, Minnesota. I really think um, skateboarding saved Henry's life, you know, in a very, very real way. There's a bunch of messed up stuff in my family that I wasn't around for because I was skateboarding. <laughs>